the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks. Welcome to SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment's brought to you by El Centro Imperial Valley Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. These guys are awesome. No markup. That's right. Let me go talk to them about a TRX. <laughs> they don't mark it up. Mm-hmm. I still couldn't afford it. But anyway, <laughs> that, since the season is up and running, parts is open Saturday and Sunday for your convenience. You can call them at 888-900-2804. Put that on the dash of your Jeep Wrangler so that in the event you need parts and pieces, that would be the absolute way to go. So last weekend, you said that I needed to go to the auto show to go check out Did you go? Camp Jeep. So yes, I went and picked up my husband and we went down. You didn't go on the, on the Camp Jeep ride, did you? I did not go on the ride, but we sit around and watched it. And I tried to find corporate people all in and around to talk to. Yeah, they were to, on so Friday. They were. Media day. Yeah, yeah. They were not there on Sunday. Pretty cool event, but huh? The, um, I was talking to the girl. I was like, where's all the Hellcats at? Why is there no... I mean, I expected more. I expected prototypes. I expected concept cars. How did you I jump from this commercial to the auto show? Well, the Jeep is... So Dodge TRX Hellcats, they're selling out. They can't even make them to the dealerships. They had none at the car yeah, show. Yeah, they did. They had a T-Rex. No, they didn't. They Well, not on Sunday. They did not have a Hellcat. Oh, I they sold it. Not I, a Hellcat. They had a TRX. They had a TRX, but they did not have the Hellcat. had the 707 in it. What did you want? And the Hellcat was there. No, there was no Hellcat. I looked through the whole a show. A buddy of mine's... The girl's photographer's boyfriend is his dream car. Girls that really limey green, that dark military green. Yeah, yeah. That's a Hell... No, that was a 392. That was the 392 Hemi. That was not the Hellcat. Yeah. But it because you can't... Well, they're not going to make them anymore. They're discontinuing them. I know, they're them. discontinuing them, so they're selling but them out, so they, they weren't had, even at the auto show. They had the T-Rex. It was the blue one with the black trim. The only reason I can tell you that it was a T-Rex is when I raised the hood, pulled the engine cover off... There was a T-Rex dinosaur with a raptor Ooh, in its mouth. I love it. Really? That's a cool design. Now, Mine stop just has the T-Rex it. on the yeah. floor. And why do you suppose it was a raptor? Because it's eating the floored raptor. <laughs> Ta-da! But you couldn't see it because it was under the engine cover. You had to literally physically pull the engine cover off. Uh, did you know oh, to do so that? Cool. Yeah, I knew to do that because I had been on the event and, and that was one. Of, see, they're called Easter eggs. 
Yeah. Car yeah. manufacturers do it all the time. They like to like, do little sneaky things and put them here, there, and everywhere. Oh, I love them in my Jeep. Yeah. They're, they're all over the place. Yeah. You just got to see how many of them you can find. <laughs> yeah. uh, which brings up a cute story. Uh, Kathy and Lee that had Simpsons Nursery. Yeah. She bought a beetle, a little red beetle, you know, the newer ones, and put uh, little bugs all over this beetle. And you had to count how many bugs were on the beetle. And if you came to the right number, you won something at the nursery. No one ever won. But if you opened up the gas door, that's where the two, there were two inside the gas door. That that's the reason no one ever won because they never thought to look inside the gas door. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so now the T Rex. I just had a good friend of mine just buy one. He says I just don't care. He says I'm not getting any younger. And before you know, all these electric vehicles show up, I <laughs> want some horsepower. The seven oh seven. The the I got to tell you now. They're talking a thousand. Next year or the year after. They're talking a thousand. Know. Oh, it's not difficult to do. A thousand horsepower? But, but one thing I mean, I'll say turbo, about a T Rex that is an torques, awful lot of power. Well, yeah, but this, it's, not a, it's, not a, you know, it's not a Suzuki. You know, I mean, it's a pretty heavy truck. So, I mean, the, and the interesting thing about the way it's set up, you've seen, um, you know, Class 7s. Yeah. How when they accelerate, they just lift up on the left side. Mm-hmm. This is what the T Rex does. Oh, it just really because the drive shaft <laughs> rotates the, torque. the whole. No, the, the torque, torque, torque on that yeah. thing is stupid. Yeah, got to yeah. have the biggest torque converter in there. Yeah. Oh no, this thing is a mon. It's just it's a monster. I mean, that's all there is to it. Terrible fuel mileage. Absolutely terrible fuel mileage. But who cares? Who cares? It I mean, is I own a, a Jeep, monster. Like, yeah, what's the difference? Yeah. So anyway, if you do start looking for a Jeep, Ram, uh, or a Dodge, you can take a run out there. Tell me here, right here on KCBQ. I'm sure you'll get a screaming discount. Another one's Alpha Site Logistics. Do an event out in the desert, and you need anything like uh, hand wash <clears throat> stations, portable toilets, uh, wash stations, uh, trailers, shade trailers, dumpsters, whatever you need. Alpha Site's been doing it for over 20 years. Just uh, give them a call at 760-352-8383 or just go to facebook.com slash alpha logistics. So, yeah, I mean, who wouldn't, I mean, you haven't, see, the problem is you can't drive one. If Once you drive one, then it's going to drive you crazy for months yeah. and years on end. Yeah. Which is what I have done, but that's beside the point. I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's just <laughs> an in-your-face type of a truck. I love in it. your face, it is. Bronco was there. Bronco, uh, the Raptor was there. There, they had. I think from aside from Jeep, they had the most vehicles. Well, and Bronc, the Bronco Raptor has thirty sevens, mm-hmm. where Jeep yep. only has thirty fives mm-hmm. stock. So now we now we have a war. Oh yeah, that's been going on for a couple of years now. Yeah, but not no really. No, they did because they took over King of the Hammers two years no, no, ago no, with I, the whole unveiling of Broncos. Right, but the first Bronco was a Ford Escape, and oh, it was like a, a little sport thingy. Well, and it was a and it was called the Sport. It yeah. was a Bronco Sport, where everybody went, yeah. Uh, what the hell is that? And then they came out with the Badlander, and then they came yeah, out mm-hmm. with the Knight something or other. But it was still kind of quasi. So then they said, okay, fine. We'll do the Raptor. I love it. I do, too. I mean, it's bad in the bone. So I personally think it's the best thing that ever happened to Jeep. Yeah. It's going to make them sit up, take notice. It's going to make them pay attention. And there's nothing better than heavy-duty competition. In fact, 
the mayor of Poway just bought one. And I says, how much, how many body parts are you going to take off? I thought it was El Cajon. No, no, no. He bought the the mayor of Poway did. Oh. Yeah. So he wanted it. But I says, you didn't buy it from Perry Ford in Poway. <laughs> he says, I got it for invoice at El Cajon Ford. So. Hmm. Well, well, this week we've got some stuff to talk about. Next week is the sand dune cleanup. Uh, we'll be out at Glamis, uh, Buttercup, Ogilby, Gordon's Wells, Midway. Glamis is going to have several stages set up. Um, they'll be out at Gecko Road, Swing Set, um, Osborne Lookout. I think we've got Sunset Hill covered. I'm pretty sure um, Olds is covered. You got the Glamis Flats and possibly oh, a couple of the hills. Um, there's several sponsors and several different people that have stepped up to help us with it. So we are. I'm so grateful and thankful. Um, thankful for Charlotte Teeters from um, United Desert Gateway Lands for stepping up and taking over and um, putting on the whole event. Brittany, that's cute. Brittany um, Sandoval from Racer Radio. Oh. It's a little 100 Kawasaki. It's been sitting for 10 years. Oh, and she was all concerned whether or not it would run or not. And I told her, I says, engines do not know. I've woken up way older. Engines. Yeah, they don't know how old they are, and they don't know how long you've had them sit. Just put fresh gas. Yep, dump the oil, dump the gas. Dump the gas, dump the oil. Bah, 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 bah. And so she's okay. out. Clean the at, carb. I think she's at uh, Barona Oaks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because she's trying, because she wants to go riding again, but she hasn't ridden in a long time. So she she was going to go to the desert, and her dad said, "No, no, 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 no. We're going to go out to Brown Oaks, and you're going to get your sea legs back underneath you as far as off roading. It's only 100 cc, but it's the only one where her feet will touch the ground." <laughs> yeah, well, if she wants to help me host a checkpoint at Truck Haven Challenge next Saturday. Uh, Renee and Jean are coming with, and I'm going to take them on a mellow ride after sure. the event. Sure, oh, absolutely. You know, you, on um, I'll send on you, Audrey's bike. I'll send 100, you 200. Audrey. I'll send you her contact. I love that bike. Renee's riding that thing. Well, and and Brittany loves this little 100. I mean, she just absolutely loves it to death. She sent me a video of her dad riding around the swimming pools, driving the dogs crazy. You know. It's got that 100 because it's the same. It's the short enough so I can get on it, but it's got a 200 motor in it. I haven't been able to off road in it yet because I've been injured. But we've had a couple of very stressful things, and he's let me. We've gone over to his house after the show, and he's let me jump on it. And we've only gone through his neighborhood, down Uh to the school, and a little around the block. Down by the park there. Down by the park and back. I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break. You're listening to SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right. All right, folks. Welcome back to S-T-O-R-C, Dirt Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Segment's brought to you by Fire and Ice Heating and Air Conditioning. You know, I love the fact that we get companies that are family-owned and operated, and they've been doing business longer than most of us have been around. Forty years they've been doing HVAC here in San Diego County. Family-owned and operated. They go from Oceanside to Escondido, Julian. And all San Diego County, you know, they'll go anywhere you want. You call them at 800-400-3473, 1-800-400-FIRE, or go to Tell them you th- and thank them for sponsoring uh, the show. You're talking to the Ashley family in Lakeside. Give them a call. Have them come out. If you've already had a quote and it's kind of gave you a little bit of sticker shock, 
have them come out take a look hey if they can beat it they will if they can't then they'll tell you hey if you want to stick with the other guys that's fine too discounts on repairs for seniors and militaries they only charge you once they get to your house there's no trip charges no fuel charges you know just the work performed that is fire and ice air conditioning heating and air conditioning the ashley family lakeside 800 400 fire wayne miller tire he's bumped up his uh, availability to help you out not only does he do tires and wheels but alignments brakes shocks suspension trannies he just does the whole car front to rear come out take a ride out talk to the wayne miller team thank them very much for sponsoring this show because that's extremely important without it we wouldn't be able to give you all the updates we do here when it comes to the desert and the open roads all right so you wanted to talk about you've got some cleanups coming rain or shine yes so we but dig- you had some warnings yes yeah so um we we digressed last time we've got the glamis cleanup coming up this uh saturday, saturday. um we're going to be every station's going to be covered so it doesn't matter where you are sign the waiver get a trash bag and then meet back up at either glamis flats behind the beach store or gordon's wells near the restrooms there'll be the two stages where we'll have you guys will be there and everybody will be there yep it'll it'll be very noticeable huge um huge event this year because it's the 25th annual but as most of you know or have been following the wonderful storm watch and mother nature um, you have the choice whether you go to Glamis, you go to Superstition, or you go to Ocotillo Wells this coming Saturday. We talked about them last weekend, too. You got Corva's Truck Haven Challenge at Ocotillo Wells uh, near the 4x4 Obstacle Course off the State Route 22. You've got Superstition San Diego Four Wheelers are putting on the 25th annual. Uh, Superstition Mountain Run. They're going to be at the 6.5 mile marker near the kiosk and then go out from there. Um, I know they did that. Now it's seven uh, mile I, marker. I they, they, they redid it. They actually measured the miles and they were like off a mile on the end one. I always said it. But it's only what, 12% so or something? Only, yeah. You know. 18%. <laughs> but rain or shine, any of these events are going on. And there's a lot of newbies that are coming out to the desert, um, you know, since COVID pandemic that have joined us. I strongly suggest going to the Corva Truck Haven Challenge event. Um, but Thank here's you. here's my warning um, for you. You got the storm coming in. Next weekend, guaranteed, you are going to have the weather with you. Um, more than likely, with the amount of rain that is going to happen, most of the time the, ma- the clouds get caught in the mountains and they don't make it down. But you got to be careful. Just this last week in Arizona, another person was was out in there in just mud hills, not even up against the foothills. They're out, you know, twenty miles from any mountain or anything like that. But then you have uh, past Yuma, the foothills right there mm-hmm. that caught the the storm the weather got rain in the foothills and 20 miles out guess what a wash flooded and took people out of the wash they got stuck they had to be rescued out of it um because it flash flooded through people don't realize that when the rain happens in the mountains it could be miles away from where you are miles away from where you are you can have completely sunny dry no cloud in the sky you can look up and say is that a wave coming? Yeah, it's it, it can be somewhat so intense. So be prepared. So be prepared. Well, when don't you go hang camping, out in the washes. Don't camp in a wash. Don't camp in the wash. I've seen people camp in a wash in the winter. It makes me crazy. Me too. Well, me too. that's like the guys if you over in Lakeside where they're, they're they live down below the dam. Yeah. I don't know. 
I drive over that, you know, when you take Lake Jennings. Yep. And I look down there, I go, you people are ignorant. And if anything were like, to happen yeah. with the Lake Jennings Dam, it'd be Yeah, right what over. if there's an earthquake? I, well, that's what I'm saying. And I mean, that's why I'm 2,300 feet off the ground, <laughs> above oh, the sea level. Up in Alpine, where it's safe. I purposely, that was yeah. one of my criteria, I am not, I don't want to live in a valley. Hey, we have that major Japan earthquake, that tsunami's going to hit us. Well, Dave, Dave's house oh. is going to be okay, but the rest of us You're in the all valley, gonna we're, be, all, yeah, we're I'm all in my wetsuit. I'm going to have beachfront property. <laughs> Walk around the house in my wetsuit, just yeah. in case. But, but you know, so I'm what? looking at the my uh, weather app for Ocotillo Wells, uh, Salton City next weekend, and it says uh, cloudy with a touch of rain, which might yeah, be but, not, would be okay. So yeah, I'm just a saying, touch. Like, what's a touch when you compare oh. it to weather out there? You know, well, you it's can't. Not, it's not enough rain to scare you away from just going be out no, there. I just would be still prepared. go. I'll it's go. just being prepared, and it's just knowing where you are. You know, having the people in Arizona this week, you know, that were out playing, that were twenty miles away from the foothills and twenty miles away from anything, but they were down in a wash, right. and for them to get swept well, I away, think the key is stay out of the washes. Yes. Where would you camp? Don't camp on a dry lake bed. Don't camp. Um, yeah, I would search for a higher. The soggy dry lake. Yeah, I would just search for higher. You can see, you know, desert's desert. You go out there, there's little, there's, you know, little tiny hills, and, and then it goes and it's kind of flatter. So always go to Well, just imagine if the water came in, where would you want to have your tent? Down, uh, down on the wash or up on top? Yeah, yeah. And, and you want to watch where the water flows, too. You know, I, I've and don't you get, both. I've been in Glamis. And I've don't you have some topographical maps that tell you what's a wash and what's not a wash when yes. you're looking at that map? Yeah. All those desert people know the difference. No, I know, but, but, it's, but a, it's all the newbies that are going to go out there. Yeah. If it's a sandy riverbed, you stay out of it. Yeah. Yeah, if you can't walk through it without you know sinking <laughs> in the sand. But hopefully you go out this weekend. Hopefully support, it doesn't support. intimidate you. How many you, different groups no are coming out? Um, several different groups. So if you're talking the Glamis Dunes, you've got Glamis Veterans, American Sand Association, wow. United Desert Gateway, uh, SDURC. Um, um, who else is involved in that one? I'm pretty sure there's a few other ones. Wow. Uh, there's all the businesses any, that are yeah, sponsoring those... all the different hills for that one. Um, Do all those then, groups ever meet as one in one place? Occasionally, well, like this weekend, we're going to have, or tomorrow night, we're going to have a conference call to prepare and talk logistics for next weekend. So we'll all be on the the conference. Well, you ought call. to promote radio as well for all these individual groups. Yeah, yeah, we do. You know, give them up. No, you don't. I've invited I haven't seen them. Any of them? I have invited look. them. Nope, you know who was supposed <laughs> to be here today, Miss Michelle? Hopefully, you're listening. Um, Michelle Smith is the San Diego FJ Cruisers, the Toyota FJ Cruisers uh, Club, was going to come in radio today, but she, she doesn't feel good, so oh. she's home. Well, she's not feeling well. Yeah, we she's can. not feeling good. So probably, <laughs> but I really want that club to KUSI. I really want that club to, K- and then I'm going to invite some nice rigs Dave. and some nice members. Well, then oh, I want to invite Dave Scott. Yeah, because he would kill to have a fj oh michelle's fj is built to the tilt i love it i've drooled over her vehicle really yes is it still a six-cylinder toyota fj oh yeah yeah really yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. she's kept it bone stock i mean engine wise engine wise i don't think she's done any upgrades but you want to talk about all the different bolt-ons on it yeah right you got so so if you want to get involved in the off-road community is uh El Centro going to be doing anything with you guys? The Jeep, that's, the that's United. Jeep. No, Imperial Valley. I didn't invite them. Why not? I call them. They should be there. Well, even if they say no, at least you invited them. 
Yeah, I can do it last week. You need one. to do that Monday. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll text. Uh, I'll text and just say, hey, you know, we're going to do a cleanup. You don't, you know, if you're not, if you can't do it, you know, can we at least maybe throw some flyers at the dealership? Yeah. And the service department and the, and the customer lounge? They have, um, the Bureau of Land Management was able to put flyers up everywhere um, before Christmas. So Christmas and New Year's, the right. flyers were all out for it. Um, okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying, since they advertise with the same thing with, you know, uh, uh, what do you call Alpha Site Logistics? Alpha Site handles the trash out there, but I don't. But know they if do it already. Be there, yeah. They actually have the contract with the Bureau of Land Management. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, you know, the more the more, you know, a lot of times, you know, people say, well, they're not going to come. It's not the point. It's the yeah. fact that you invited them so many people ask what they can do to help out right how can they be involved but how many times have you contacted somebody and they said geez i really can't make it then that's okay because you did offer them to participate so it's 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 better than if they hear you did an event and you didn't invite them right yeah so i'm just saying and because i do i get it all the time you know i'll say hey you know Come on down to KUSI. Oh, I can't. I can't. Okay, fine. But you know, we'd love to have you. You know, it's good for you. It's good for the company. Yeah, oh so. yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. All right. Well, sounds like a plan. Sounds like it'd be a, a really good time had by all. Yes. So Truck Haven Challenge is at Ocotillo Wells off the State Route 22 uh, near the obstacle course, the 4x4 obstacle course. SDRC will be hosting a checkpoint. Ed's going to be in charge of it. He did it again. He did it what last year and the year before. I did. Yeah, um, I've done a few of them. Yeah. So, so you're looking for help? He, we need I could use two more people yeah. to help me at the checkpoint. And it's it's a fun event. It's a lot like the Lost Lizard Fun Run. You follow a route. You stop at checkpoints and play games. There's a raffle at the end. Um, Corva is kind of fun. They have uh, Trail Masters is a Jeep club, and they supply dinner for everyone. You mm-hmm. buy dinner, but you they have yeah. it set up right in the the base camp. You know, wow, hot man. cocoa and you know all the fixins. Is it so in the wash? And all the donations. It's right too. above the wash, so we can. I just, watch wanna, I'm just making sure it's not in the wash. Okay. <laughs> well, we just don't know. And, well, you just don't know. Mother Nature. But, you know You know yeah. what they do with that's fun, Audrey? Is they have a big video screen and somebody takes pictures all day and they project uh, different pictures from the event oh, on the cool. screen. If you're being silly so or what have you. The checkpoints and the different vehicles and, and stuff. That would be fun That's to do. That's a smart if we could. idea. Yeah, if we could make that happen. For and, yeah. You know what else they've done in the past? They didn't do this past year. Last year is they had a dog contest. Oh. And they had like silly things like like makes the best sound. Right? And they, okay, speak. You know, and they, and, you know, and the best trick That's and the so cutest cool. dog. And How about the ugliest? Uh, maybe that's a big thing. Could have brought my that dog. Is a big thing. So I, um, I was extremely honored to be invited to be one of the judges for that. It was like the highlight of my weekend <laughs> was being the judge at the dog show. Are they doing that again? This year? Is Vinny doing that again? I don't this year? know. I gotta ask him. Do shout out to Vinny. Vinny uh, Barbarino is uh-huh. Corva board member for many years now. He's mm-hmm. been in charge of putting on the Corva Truck Haven Challenge mm-hmm. for uh, gosh, oh, what, for ten? Not not that many, but a number of years. Number maybe of years. five or six. Yeah, Vinny is pretty awesome. I don't think he wants to do it anymore. He said, you're going to have to find someone else. We'll, we'll see what happens in six months. They all months. say that. Yeah. Until the time comes Hopefully up. Hopefully I see him at King of the Hammers. All right. Let's take a quick break. You listen to SDORC Dirt Radio, FM, 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right. 
right, folks. Welcome back to STORC Dirt Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Where the motto of STORC is don't ask permission, just apologize. <laughs> Hey, that's Never. Our motto. I always work with the agency. This Audrey is so good at that. Audrey is really good. I like that one, though. Just ask per- Just don't ask permission. Just say, oh, ask for forgiveness. I am so sorry I didn't include you. Other. PRMI Mortgage. Chris Wiley is the bomb when it comes to your reverse mortgages, mortgaging a house, buying a house, selling a house military gi bill it doesn't make any difference it's all right there he's been doing this more years than i care to admit 619-722-1303 give him a call he's got over 30 years experience and he'll tell you straight up he did me i thought i wanted a reverse mortgage and he goes nope it would not make any sense for you to do that so I said, fine, you're not going to Hawaii. We'll see if I care. <laughs> also, SNS Off Road Magazine. Go to www.snsormag.com. Used to be a hardcover book. Well, not really a hardcover, but it was, uh, you know. It was a paper magazine. Paper magazine. You'd but get it, was, it at the gas station. But it wasn't, the very, it wasn't very large. It was as large as it could be. It's like 30, now it's massive. It used to be like 36 pages. Yeah, but now it's now massive. Now it's 110. Yeah. So if you have. You know, product to sell, or maybe you want to buy something, or you want to know what's going on out in the desert, then you just need to go to ssormag.com. You'll get all the updates. You can subscribe. It's very inexpensive, and you can help keep the desert open. Doing it since 1982. Even Ed writes a couple of articles, so you can keep up to date. And I have a 1984 one with my picture in it. <laughs> from, a, from a desert wow. race above the toilet <laughs> probably probably in case we run out of paper well he knows he always has to go in there so you know that's always going to be there all right so we were talking about cleanup we're, and, we're talking about corral canyon yeah what's corral canyon so corral canyon is the off-road vehicle area in the cleveland national forest they got about 50 miles of trails and i went out there yesterday i Knocked out about 60 miles of mostly single track with my old buddy. It was nice and wet. I'm sorry to tell you this, Audrey, but no four-wheelers were allowed in the forest yesterday. They had the big gates closed, and the little gate next to it was open, so the motorcycles <sighs> could go through. So it was just, there was like probably eight motorcycles out there the whole day. We wow. saw a couple of them. We had the whole place to ourselves. We rode and rode and rode and then went to Marina Village for a sandwich and a drink and then went back and rode some more. So after the the clean, the trail day we had last month, yes. so Gabe and Mike were joking around with us. We were chatting with them and they said, oh, you know, we want to get a new... No, uh, I said I want to bring, you wanna, I bring it up. Because I've talked about that too. Every single time I bring up You got that trail. from me, I so, think. Uh, so, th- so the Kernan Cycle Trail goes from the top of Bear Valley Road to Corral Canyon. It's it's and it's a motorcycle trail. It's a skinny trail and they have gatekeepers, right? It's a big rock on either side so only a motorcycle can fit through. But it would really be great if a four-wheel like a Jeep or a side-by-side could make it across there. That would make it a lot more fun. So they said, "Well, Gabe's going on a, a special assignment. You got 3 months. Go ahead and make the trail you want through there." And like I got really excited. I, I took them for face value and like I'm gonna buy a chainsaw and a shovel 
and I'm going to go out there. And that's part of why I, why I planned to go out there yesterday. I yeah. wanted to go look around and see if I could figure out roughly. And they Where said there was is. an, th- th- he said there was an old fire break. Like yes. they would use a tractor to make a fire break. Yes. So we want, when so that's teenager, our, that's good. Open trail. That's good. We'll, we'll just open it back up. Yes. We need to find the old fire trail, which and was a fire break. And so it, I got and excited. Four by four trail. I pulled out some maps and I looked at the computer map and I'm scratching my head and it's hard for me to find. So on Friday, I called uh, even earlier. I, I contacted the forest numerous times trying to get Mike's contact. So Mike called me on Friday. He goes, oh, no, no. We were just joking. <laughs> We, we, we want to do it, but we can't do it the way we were talking about. What it, needs, it needs to go through the whole process, the whole NEPA process. Ten years later. So NEPA is National Environmental Policy Act. When federal agencies want to do ground-disturbing activities, they need to follow the environmental rules, and they're contained in the NEPA uh, legislation. So they got to follow NEPA. So they got to figure out what they want to do, take public comments, have their specialists look at it. It's a whole big process. Ten years later. So, and I, I got to explain to Mike how the grant process works through state parks and the, the green sticker money. I said, you need to get a planning grant. And you know that uh, trail day we just did, you got a lot of volunteer hours. You remember all those people signed that thing? So those volunteer hours can go towards the match of the state parks grant. State park grants require a 25% match, and in lieu of cash, they can use volunteer hours. So we gave them enough volunteer hours, possibly to do all the NEPA work for that trail. That would be absolutely amazing. At what least I don't a get good though start. is that it was already a trail. It was already on the ground uh, yeah. 20 years ago, you know, 25 years ago when I was no, a teenager. I, I get I, it. You could do the whole 4x4 from Espinosa Trail down into Bear Valley. It was a loop that you could do. Um, and then when I was, uh, I don't know, 16 or 17 is when it got closed down or shut down. Um, so in the earlier 2000s, the forest went through travel management. All the forests in the country had to go through a process called travel management. They yeah. had to make a map of all their existing routes, and they had to have the three specialists go out there, an archaeologist, a biologist, and a hydrologist. Hydrologist like is looking for erosion from water. And they have to bless all the routes. If there's anything wrong with them, they deal with it. Like they can make it go around or they could just close it. Mm-hmm. So they went through that. They started around 2004 or five. the Cleveland and so when they complete and, – and during that, Richard Tall came to us and said, hey, we would like to make some new trails. As long as we're blessing the old ones, we could bless some new ones. So yesterday, Jeff and I rode the Ranger Trail that I helped make with the forest. And Tierra del Sol Club, they made some trails over there. Yeah, man. That was back when Gunslinger got put in. Sidewinder so got put in. Last month, I rode part of that, one of the trails they were working on. They were all out there. And I was super annoyed at first because they were fencing off a spot. And it turned out that wasn't the trail. That was like a breakthrough somebody did, but the trail just went around. So I yeah. was annoyed for no reason. So I, I got out my um, travel management maps from... Uh, the Cleveland National Forest. I pulled them out and I was looking in that area and that old fire trail did not get blessed. Right? So that's that was that's left out of got... the inventory that they looked at. And now, sense. inventory is an operative word here because uh, the Plumas National Forest, when they did their inventory at travel management, they excluded about 25% of the routes in the forest. Like hundreds 
of miles of routes. So Corva sued the National Forest saying they made a mistake here. Uh, I don't think they did very well in that lawsuit, but that's what happened is one way if they want to close it, they just leave it out Mm. and then it never gets blessed. So this trail got left out of the inventory. So we want to bring it back in and we're going to be pushing on the forest to go through the process. So the first step is to get a planning grant from state parks Mm. and the timing is really good right now because in a week is a a grants, a training uh, session and Mike is going to go to that session. Oh, good. That's going to be, I forget, like in Bakersfield, I think he said. So he's going to go up there and learn some of the uh, idiosyncrasies about writing a grant proposal. I'm so excited. I really hope we get that. So that's open. great. But what scares me is last week um, you were out for New Year's to go riding. I well, don't know. you know. I know. Got, it's your first you Sunday ride. off in a long time. So congratulations. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed it. I loved it. Covered for me for the two weeks before. But that was one of the things that I talked about was um, last weekend was uh, route closures coming in Utah and Nevada, um, basically, and what they're doing out there. I've, I've There's seen some of the, of them. Um, and the then, Blue Ribbon Coalition has been on top of that stuff. Yes. I mean, I don't know uh, Utah very. I've been there a couple of times, but. I don't know. But I mean, how do you deal with what that? What scares me too is with the Biden administration, um, you know, talking about the closures of what happened here at Corral, and knowing, you know, potentially if if Biden names the Sierra National Forest, um, which is again, I, I forget, I didn't look it up, one point four or one point seven million acres as a national, a national monument. monument. Yeah. yeah, and then we're going to lose thousands of miles of trails and and it's hard to say what we would lose because they have to create a management plan they have to go through they have to make a management plan and yeah they leave out all and that's why i'm on the mojave trails national monument planning group so i'm i'm an an official part of the bureau of land management's group working on that try and my job there is to try to keep trails routes open um so that's an important thing audrey and I, I don't know what we. I like, don't know what, what can we, we do. We we can send some money to the Blue Ribbon Coalition. That's mm-hmm. something we can do, yeah. and we can sort of follow their lead. And when they say, "Well, we need comments on this," we'll um, make comments so, so that we, we can, can make comments. Yeah, so we uh, can be an intervener if need be, and too. Or 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 just like when they take comments on it, you just write good comments. We know how to write good comments, and that that's important. Yeah. Yeah, you can't be generalized um, with comments. No. You have to be specific right. in regards to yeah. the area, the you campgrounds. Can, you ask specific questions, mm-hmm. and they have to answer those questions. Like, what what is the criteria for leaving this route out of your inventory? Why is this being left out? And they have to answer it. If, and if they, they'll, if they don't have a good reason, they say, sorry, you're right. We need to add that to the inventory. So now, uh, was it... Friday or uh, Monday, uh, Congress is starting up again, and we have a Republican Not till next week. majority. That's next week. So oh, tomorrow, I, tomorrow I they I start. So I missed that. Did we get a final vote? Did we got so, a speaker so now? So he got voted in. Yeah. Oh, he did? McCarthy did? Yeah, he got McCarthy's voted in. in. Uh, 11th Mid- or 12th midnight, vote? Midnight, 1 o'clock. Yeah. The 11th one? Right. No, it was like 14 or 15. Yeah, I was going to say the, last, so, the 11th one I thought didn't go through. Yeah. Anyway, so, they so did he, it at midnight, one o'clock. Yeah, they were so sleepy, nobody knew. The, but the point is, is that if Biden tries to do some something like that, it's possible that Congress can say, "Look, no, you, you know, we're we're going to twist your arm somewhere else if you do this, right?" Because there's in politics, there's this whole, you know, you do one thing, there's pressure somewhere right. else. So we can ask our our friendly congressman to help us, 
uh, which is Daryl Issa, say, look, we don't like this monument proposal that they're looking at. Mm-hmm. Will you prevent them from doing other stuff in exchange for not doing this monument proposal? So we've got a little bit of leverage, and All I'm right. happy about that. Cool. Well, let's come back. We'll fill in the final segment of S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. The Wise Ox Butcher Shop and Pantry is a place you need to go if you've not been. It's amazing, especially if you want to have a special dinner with the family and you want the highest quality uh beef pork and chicken then you can't beat the wise ox butcher shop take a run down there's one over there on el cajon boulevard 2855 take a run in they do deli sandwiches they got they got anything and everything and it's to really be a nice little education for yourself they support the trust restaurant group here in town and when it's when you go to a trust restaurant you know you're getting the best of the best so check these guys out the wise ox butcher shop and Pantry, just thank them for supporting S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio. So, with that being said, I mean, it's 2023. It's a constant battle. Is the new Republican Congress going to help? We don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. They will certainly push the pressure in a slightly different direction. Well, they made a comment this morning I was coming in. They says, well, you know, we're going to pass it in the House. Whether they do it in the Senate, that's another story. Well, that's kind of defeatist, but when you got... Yeah, but they need to look good for their constituents. Well, at least we did this. Yeah. And and they got to create some leverage, you know, because they're not going to get everything they want, and the Senate's not going to get everything they want. The pre- so, well, But everybody's got to figure... They got to state their positions, and then they got to start the negotiating. out of all of these bills... Uh, then they'll pass a lot easier. And then they would just pass a lot easier. You know, I can tell you stories after stories. There was a there was a congressman that wanted a private airplane airport in his town because he was tired of driving six oh. hours to the major airport. So he passed a bill and, and put this full... Blo- He's the only one that uses it. And they staffed it, and we're paying for it. I mean, so those are the kinds of – then E85, that was done by another congressman who passed a bill that says you can only grow corn in his state for E85. which instead, And you can make E85 out of any, any kind of a plant material. Yeah. But he did that, and now that just drove the price of corn sky high, but he did it for his state and his state only. Got to quit doing it for individual states. You got to do it for the United States. They're not thinking about the country. So the National Resources Defense Council, it's an environmental group. They are involved in national politics. They do lawsuits. They're trying to protect the environment. They sent an email, and I I saw in the email that they are trying to stop a large gold and copper mine in uh, Brisbane, Brisbane Bay, Alaska. And, and that's something environmental groups do. And like, I don't, I don't know the details, but that's something they're trying to do. So in the same email, they also mentioned that they are supporting the post office plan to buy all electric vehicles, and that they sued the post office uh, last year because they were p- making a, a plan to, to purchase ninety percent fuel vehicles. 
So that's so they're stopping the mine that is needed to build the battery for the electric vehicle to run. So, but they're endorsing the electric vehicle. But let's stop the mine. That's like I just so don't even. It makes me crazy. Electric cars have a lot of copper in them. Yeah, I don't know how much gold they have, but they have a lot of copper. They got a lot of minerals in there that that we can't, that they won't and let us mine did, for. I saw a video oh. of the of the heavy equipment that mines uh, the metals that go into these batteries. The the big I don't know what you call it the big scooper Ex- thing excavator excavator and then the big dump truck sure. with the tires that are taller than me yeah. mm-hmm. and they use eighteen hundred gallons of fuel a day I know mm-hmm. and that for these electric vehicles to like over the life of the vehicle for it to get on the to the clean side uh, it takes I don't know twelve fourteen years of constant use the windmills take like I don't know how many hundreds of gallons of oil <laughs> and they have to be changed like every ninety days. Yeah. Oh, really? Like their transmission oil? Or yeah. The, yeah. And if you don't change it, mm-hmm. they also have a propensity to leak. And it mm-hmm. leaks down the poles and gets yep. into the dirt and gets into the ground. Yeah. You know, the, the, I could I could show you too down in Ocotil at the base of the eight freeway in Painted Gorge right now in Ocotil uh, that are leaking and ho- oh, like they're just, leaking. Oh right yeah. Now? Oh, sure you can are. see them from the freeway. And you, you know, can know the see the oil those? from the freeway. Yeah. Yeah, they're not easy to fix. No. Well, I went they're to Arizona expensive. to do an inspection and I came off the mountain and I went, nothing's turning. Mm. That well, whole wind. Oh, it was blowing hard. With the wind was blowing? Then when I did my inspection and came back, three quarters of them were running. Yeah. And the weather hadn't changed. It's still blowing like crazy. You know, one of the problems with with, uh, renewable, like like wind. And the government's involved. Wind and solar. Well, it's, it's not consistent. And so you need to have full fuel backup. Yeah, but you can't run those windmills. If you had a 100-mile-an-hour wind, there is no way those windmills could turn 100 miles an hour. No. You'd blow them right off their posts. Well, no. they, they have adjustable Well, they got blades, transmissions. So they can, they can feather them so they're barely efficient. I mean, they, they can deal with a pretty wide range of wind. I don't think 100, but... Yeah. But um, all I'd but, say, they, they're not efficient enough to run a state. No. Well, well, they're inconsistent. Like the clouds come over or the wind stops, yet you need to have a, a power backup. And that power backup doesn't turn on in a second. It's got to be running. And look at that solar farm out there by El Centro. Mm-hmm. The one right along 8 and Sealy. Holy mackerel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, that thing's crazy. And one of the things I do with my solar panels, and I guarantee you they don't, and that you have them cleaned and serviced every six months. I have a company comes out and they wash my panels – and when they do it, I can actually see a 2 to 3% you know, improvement on my solar output. The amount of migratory birds that travel through oh, right know. there that I, die when they hit those solar farms from the reflection. Because they're hotter than a 2 hour. Like there's one on the way to Vegas. Oh, God. The one Fla- bird Vegas. flies through there, and then a chicken wing mm-hmm. comes out the other side. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't <laughs> know stand about there and catch that. <laughs> but you know what? It's just no one is – it's all about money. It's all yes. about – Chase the money. That's because that's it's money. has nothing to do. Has I'm nothing all, to do with. I'm all for solar and wind. If it, but if it works, it's, if it and, works, it doesn't. And, and then it, look what they're going to do on the East Coast. They're going to put all these solar, you know, 
No, you mean you mean in the ocean. Yeah, you in mean the all ocean. the wind the ocean windmills. Right. And they talk about right now uh They're the, getting mad the, at Maine the crab that's because, happening right yeah. now. Imagine the whales that are gonna die off they're already, the, yeah, the porpoises and the whales that are gonna die because don't care. It, it's unreal. <clears throat> don't care. I don't even believe that they're gonna do it off of the state of California and our coast too. They well, just they will. Uh, no, they already are. They have it they passed a thing I for mean, it too. They buy everything Except from China and China okay. loves it. Did you know, Audrey, that there was a proposal they they were going to put a huge solar farm between Evan Hughes Highway and Highway 8 yeah, I by Plaster City. Yeah. They were going to do the Sterling engines mm-hmm. yeah, where the solar was going to hit the the parabolic thing and, and boil the liquid and then turn. And, yeah. And, and that those motors or engines just never worked out. And I'm sure glad that project never went anywhere me too um one more thing too we only have a couple minutes left so in my last two minutes i keep forgetting to mention oceano dunes pismo beach and bringing uh, that up um there you know it last week i know we're in 2023 we're we're basically looking at the last year if it, so, pending lawsuits and such if it um gets closed down this coming january 28th so in three weeks uh friends of oceano dunes is hosting uh camp and clean with a barbecue. So on Saturday, January 28th, Friends of Oceana Dunes, Pismo Beach. I'm actually on the Oceana Dunes website right now um, at reservecalifornia.com. Oceana Dunes currently has 290 um, camping passes at $10 a night available. You can go out Friday, camp Friday night for $10 on the beach. It's the only place in the state of California that you can drive your vehicle and throw your tent and sleeping bag on the beach and sleep on the beach, not on some man-made camping pad up above like any other state like beach out here. San Alejo, my oh, favorite. Yeah, you can name any of them. Um, so uh, Friday, January 27th, Saturday, January 28th, Sunday the 29th is open and available for Oceana Dunes. Uh, go support Friends of Oceana Dunes. They're also needing fundraiser money right now. Um, uh. They're... They have uh, three major lawsuits and 18 current lawsuits running right now. And in March is when they're supposed to be heard. And that is the um, one we've been talking about, the quiet quiet title lawsuit. Um, and that's going to go. quiet title. There's the CEQA, yep. which is the California version of NEPA, California Environmental Quality Act. So they're saying that they didn't follow CEQA properly. And then the third one is suing. Which they the, didn't. They didn't when they well, took no, they those. Well, no, they did. They didn't go through any. No. They didn't go through any sequel analysis. No. So mm. the oh. problem with that one is if they, if Oce- Friends of Oceana Dunes wins it, the state can go back and do a proper NEPA analysis, and then they can, they can influence the results and get what they want. It'll just take longer. The mm. third lawsuit is um, against the Coastal Commission. The Coastal Commission was created with legislation, and they believe that the legislation was not properly interpreted with the lawsuit or with, with their action to close Oceana Dunes. Mm-hmm. So they're suing and saying they didn't do a good job. Yes. So, um,. Friends of Oceana Dunes is just like SDRC. It's a membership organization. Become a member. Get involved. Support those that support your sport and protect our rights to keep uh, the deserts and trails and different areas open so we have places to go play with our with our badass toys. Mm. 
I can hardly wait to go play with my toys again. Oh, I had I such a great ride in the wet ground yesterday. Well, hopefully we see you next weekend, Oceana Dunes, Superstition, or the Dunes out in Imperial Sand Dunes. No, I'll be at Gordon's Wells. Go to Truck Haven Challenge. I'm hosting a checkpoint. <laughs> I'm going to have Nerf guns. <laughs> You're listening to. And walk too. the plank. You're listening to SDORC Dirt Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Thanks for joining us for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl the program that is working to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. To learn more about SDORC and how you can get involved, visit SDORC.org. That's SDORC.org. Join us next week at this same time for more of the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles while protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. This has been San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio on The Answer San Diego. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.